sports therapy. We have a very special episode today. Unfortunately, there's only two of us here because one of our hosts could not make it out. So I'm here with John Siknas and I'm Craig Wasserman. And how are you guys doing today? Yeah. Looking good. How was the drive, Craig? The drive was good. The drive was good. It was, uh, you know, there's a lot of traffic, but we got some Chinese food and um, feeling good right now. Feeling really good. Sponsor Tom's Two. Tom's Two Kitchen, Hicksville, New York. Yeah. I'll tell you, he's gonna be eating a lot of Chinese food. Who's that? C Mac. C Mac is gonna be eating a lot of Chinese he's food. Got some well, off he's days. well, he's sitting at home resting his hamstring. Yeah, it's gonna be fun for him. What do you think about C Mac? I think. What do you think about the injury? Why do you think there uh, is it over for that that position in terms of getting big contracts, being a star player, being the major stakeholder of an offense? I think. Christian McCaffrey healthy is clearly one of the top three players. Probably the best skill player that's a non-quarterback in the NFL. But I think offenses... The reason that, let's say, the Cowboys are using both Zeke and Tony Pollard now is to limit the touches that Zeke's getting so he doesn't get run down in the first three games of the season like Christian McCaffrey did. And I think that's the way NFL offenses seem to be going in general. If you look at most teams, they're using a, they're using a running back by committee, you know, in their offense now instead of yeah, just really, that one power really back. It's just Derrick Henry that it, is yeah. like the only true running back. Maybe Nick Chubb too, but they still yeah. have Kareem Hunt there. Right, David so, Montgomery maybe. But. Yeah, yeah, but Derrick Henry's the real, the yeah. real deal. Derrick Henry's the real power back. That. old school back that you have yeah. to respect the run and then the play action gets built off of that yeah. and you can build the entire offense off of that running back right. but if you look at offenses just look at the Ravens the Ravens three three of the Ravens running backs went down before the season started basically well and now they have Le'Veon Bell they have Le'Veon Bell on the practice squad I think they brought Devontae Freeman up I believe but I believe Le'Veon Bell is still on their practice squad yeah I heard the 49ers were looking into getting Le'Veon Bell any team should look into getting Le'Veon Bell. It's crazy not to. Oh, it's crazy too. No, I disagree. If he's in the right system, look what Tom Brady did with Antonio Brown. Put him in the right system. Antonio Brown's better than he's not a running back, man. That's I know. the thing. It's the I, running back. The yeah, running back like, But take up take a player who is ostracized out of the league. Somebody as great as Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown. If he's in the right situation, Le'Veon Bell. What are people gonna start thinking about C Mac now? In the next couple of years. They're gonna think he's injury prone. And does he well, he lasts the whole season, right? And right, and and it's warranted because the last two years he has had injuries. It, it's more than I mean, it's more than warranted to not want to pay these guys, not to make them your focal point. You could underpay them. You can at this point they are one of the most expendable positions yeah. in the league, right? The issue is now that they've started to be paid. They're going to continue wanting to be paid, and. Well, I, I don't know if the contracts. Are I think they up. should get paid because they get hit a lot more than any other position. They do, but they're but they're also much less versatile. They're also it's they're they're running the ball fifty times a game. They're gonna get right. hurt. It's a lot easier to just take the ball in the handoff than to just to catch it. If the ball is thrown right, if the if the quarterback knows what they're doing, they can hit their receiver so that they don't get hurt. Where if you're running up the middle, a bunch of defensive linemen that are double your size are probably gonna hurt you. It's not easy being a running back. If you get hit by, if you're a receiver and get hit by a cornerback, that's probably close to the same size as you. It's fine. 
Yeah. If you're a running back that's getting hit by defensive linemen or linebackers, it's a little On the regular. Unless you're Derrick Henry, who's the size of a linebacker. But besides that... That's why Tariq Cohen's probably hurt. <laughs> is Tariq Cohen in the league? He, he's on the pup list. Is he? I'm pretty sure. Oh. We'll have Jamie look that up. <laughs> Jamie, to the boards. Alright. So, all these people that uh, have C-Mac spend all that money in auction or use that first draft pick... Would you have gone somewhere else with, other than C-Mac if you had the first draft pick? Yeah. Knowing what you know now, you would. Yeah. No, but, Even knowing what I knew before, I would, though, because... What? You would, I, I wouldn't spend $70. But would you have picked them with the first pick in the snake draft? Oh, in a snake draft. Yeah, would you no, have, Of course I'd Yeah, you would. Of course. But in auction... In auction, there's no way I'm spending $70 no. on anybody. Ever. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to you. Yeah. You also need depth. In our league specifically, we have very deep rosters. You need depth, and to spend seventy dollars on anybody is crazy. It's pretty tough, especially now that his backup is not rostered, and he's a free agent. Is he? Yeah. Who's that? Hubbard? Is that his name? Hubbard. Hubbard is Hubbard is not on anybody's team right now. Correct. Ooh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a spicy waiver wire, huh? I like that everyone spends money. Yeah. The the FAAB. If you hold on, you you're still holding. I'm holding. I have I have all. The, it's I'm also getting outbid because people are bidding ridiculous amounts on certain players. You're right. Like it's because they don't have the you don't have the necessity that they have. Right. Yeah. Still supply. spending spending twenty eight dollars on Daniel Jones. You're two and zero, buddy. I'm two and zero. You're two and zero as well. When you're two and zero, you can afford to not spend your money. Yeah. Not not spend your waiver. I'm saving. I'm saving it for the. I'm saving it for Hubbard. I'm saving it for the handcuff. Chubba Hubba. Yeah. Right? I'm pretty sure that's what they call him. Chubba Hubba. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. He has a backup. I'm not going to tell you who that is. That's a secret that I know. <laughs> it's it, okay. You can hold on. I'll give one. you one guess. We've spoke about him. One guess, though. Just one guess only. We spoke about him? In the last two months, yes. Oh, we spoke about a lot of things in the last I two know, months. I know. I okay. know. I have no idea, so uh, I'm not even going to guess. Okay. You could. I'm not going to, though. Just say a name. Any name that you think Barry of. Sanders. Nope. Uh, that play that would be available for pickup. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Who the, I don't know who the Panthers' third string running back is. I'm sorry. Take a guess. Um, I don't know. I I can't think. I'm teasing so well here. Give me anything. Give me give me any name. Royce Freeman. Yes. <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's actually funny. You know what? I pulled that out of thin air. I sw- Yes. I need full, full disclosure. Full disclosure to anybody who's listening. I have proof here. I didn't look that up. I'm not sitting here looking it up. I have no fun. I'm going to tell you how I knew this. I'm going to tell you how I knew this. Because I looked deep into no, your eyes. No. And I it, gave it to it, you. It was because you looked... We, yeah, we're telepathic here. But I made a daily fantasy DraftKings roster yesterday. Oh, and I just remembered... Honestly, I just pulled it out. Okay, of, I just so remembered seeing Royce Freeman on there good. for like $400. <laughs> we did talk about him, what, like a month ago? Two months ago? We were randomly talking about Royce Freeman and... And Philip Lindsay. And Philip Lindsay, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, that makes sense. Ah, uh, running backs. I, I, Royce Royce Freeman. I had him two years ago. I think the one fe- of the worst fantasy running backs in the history of fantasy. The future of the running back position is just a bunch of twenty to twenty-five year olds coming fresh out of college and being worn into. Basically, I, I think that's that's where the running back position is going. I think after well, twenty-five, you're not really a good running back unless you're. Like a certain breed. Yeah, but I think it's the running back by committee thing. Like I said, I don't think they're going to get as much wear and tear because I don't think they're going to be playing as many snaps. Leagues There's old. not going to be an all-down, every-down back. like. Maybe they stop running altogether in the NFL. It's definitely possible. Like, just remove it. 
Just just throw screen passes? No, no more running. Just every, every play has to be a pass because too many people are getting hurt with the runs. So what's the point of having, like, lines just to protect the quarterback? Yeah. Like, there's no running at all. You're basically, like, eliminating the... Yeah, like, you're changing the game. It makes it a lot safer. I mean, they're changing the game yeah, already but, with taunting. Yeah, but... <laughs> that's something we'll get into in a minute. But who cares... Who cares if you're changing the game to make it safer? The game, nobody wants the game to be safer. I mean, as a viewer, as a viewer, you want it to be as safe as possible. You want it to be as safe as possible. But you don't want. But the, but guess what? Guess what? When I was a kid, the nature of the when game. I was a kid, my dad used to get me VHS tapes of NFL's greatest hits, and it was just people getting clobbered. There was, some, and it was those were great videos. Yeah, I know. Those there were yeah. some taunting going on after those hits yeah. for sure yeah the nfl has always promoted itself on violence as much as they say they don't want to as much as they say they want it to be a safe game the nfl is built on that and people like the game because it's violent that's a fact well yes people do like it because it's violent. that's a fact it's and the same reason they like mma yeah yeah it's the same similar thing right but also so let's go into taunting from that it's a violent physical game right so how could you take emotion out of that violent well, physical I think game. What they're trying to take out is the possibility of further violence through a fight created by the taunt. That's I, their end goal. I think them enforcing it as much as they are is what's detrimental is because they've made it an emphasis and they're calling it so often yeah. that now there's certain things that shouldn't be Consider taunting being considered taunting. Like, I knock you over and with a hit or as a lineman, pancake, which is even less violent than a hit, right? Yeah. I pancake you as a lineman, which, which for anyone that doesn't know, pancake means, like, I pushed you down to the floor as a right. lineman. And I give you a side eye as I'm moving to my next blocker. And the referee sees me side eye you on the ground. Right. We, we already talked about this, though, in a previous episode. But when does that become detrimental to the game? If somebody celebrates after a big play in a big moment, causing their team a 15-yard penalty at you know it's with ha- two minutes left in the game in a tied game, that's going to be a huge impact on the game. It's happened. It's happened already. It's affected plenty of games. I know. And it's, it's negative for the game. It's also, this is a big aspect of it, there's a lot of people who bet on football. That's a big. That's a big part of the NFL. Is people who bet on the games. If a game is getting decided based on a penalty, if it's, if that fifteen yard pickup for a team is putting them into field goal range to win the game, well, people are going to be very upset. You think they'll stop betting? Stop watching the NFL? No, no, no. Of course not. They won't. They won't. But it's going to cause. It's going to cause some. It makes it problem. easier for the NFL to like script the games now, though. Giving the referees too much power. <laughs> We're giving the referees too much power. Which is which is always. It's just a bad rule. I mean, I understand what they're trying to do. They don't want people to stand over. They don't want people to like kind of flex and taunt towards the person because that person is liable to get up and start a fight with you, and then the bench empties, and then you have a bunch of football players on the field fighting one another. I've watched football for a long time. That rarely ever. It hasn't happened. It's it's it maybe happened. There's maybe been some some brawls or some teams you know pushing and shoving but i've never seen an all out so why do you think they did it what could it have been i don't have any proof of this i don't have any proof i'm just spitballing here i think that 
society. I think the NFL is trying to adapt to society. I think that they're worried that people are gonna say that. They're worried that people are going to say the game's too violent, that the game is not leaving a good impression on their kids. They don't want their kids imitating these players, and I think they're trying to get out ahead of that. And, and I you think taunting is that? That's what it is. I think it's part of it. Not like you know the excessive masculinity of the game, where there's just like cheerleaders and like bikinis, like. <laughs> and like From what I've noticed. I don't see that a lot, or at least on TV. At least they. You're right. Don't, it's they, not. It's not sold it. on TV. Yeah, You're right. That's a good point. They have taken it down. They, yeah. They have. They're trying to be more inclusive. Yeah. They want it to be more family friendly, which I guess, as in a business standpoint, that's smart. But the one thing's yeah. weird, man. Yeah. Like that's one thing to go at. Like, how do you, you you're gonna keep going after that? That's something that makes the it's, game just. It's fun. it's something that I think it's gonna fizzle out though. The same way every time they introduce a new rule in the first three, four, five weeks, they enforce it as much as they can and then they start to pull back. It's happened a lot of times before with other rules, so I think it's the same thing. I just hope they don't turn it into baseball. What do you mean by that? Well, well, I mean, boring. Like, not fun. Yeah. Like, not as much emotion. Yeah. They're They're gonna alienating the true original fans to try and please other fans right. or try and create a new base of fans yeah. that, you know... Why are you changing the game to try and gain those fans when you already have fans? Keep it true to the people that are there. And I don't, I'm not trying to be like an NFL histrionics person. The mm-hmm. game should be like Jerome Bettis or like running into yeah. the line 25, 30 times, whatever it was. But you can't change the violent nature of the game or else then it's not the game that right. you grew up watching. Right. It's the same thing as either watching MMA or kickboxing. Or MMA and Taekwondo. Yeah. It's way different. I think as a business, it's smart for them to try to get the new fans in because you're going to retain most of your old fans. Like, regardless, most likely you and me are still going to be watching the NFL. Maybe you'll lose a small percentage of fans, but for the most part, you're going to be keeping a lot of people, especially people who bet, especially people who play fantasy, which is most people now. The betting's getting wild. Everyone's on TV now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we like, talked about this the other day. I know, with but, Sachin. <laughs> but um, yeah, Jamie Fox is Jamie Fox is in some, a Bet MGM commercial. I think JB Smoove is in a uh, Caesars commercial. It's they're they're really promoting the betting, which is very interesting because a few years ago they wouldn't even acknowledge that betting existed. Even even within the last couple of weeks, it's just intensified even more. Yeah. Yeah. DraftKings. Yeah. DraftKings pretty well uh owned stock yeah DraftKings is also if you listen to any podcast not even a sport any podcast even not a sports podcast any podcast DraftKings is a sponsor there's a million DraftKings like normal like any podcast DraftKings is a sponsor well it's the future Craig you're gonna be able to bet during the game right from your remote yeah that's what FUBU TV does FUBU yeah that's that's something I heard about there's another stock that uh, FUBU yeah FUBU there's another stock that people are uh, high on that well, gambling, yeah, right? the future way of gambling. Yeah, well, it's getting into these historically shady businesses. Well, I don't think they're shady, but a historically shady business. But obviously, everybody knows gambling is a profitable business for the people who are taking the bets. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so, so buying a stock, buying into a stock where you're basically buying into the house. Essentially, the house always wins. You're buying into the house in the stock market. That's the way I see it. That's a good right. point. You own DraftKings? 
I own some drug things. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Yeah. But I mean, it's just... It's not financial advice. No, but I mean, it's it's logically, right? If you're, at the, if you're at the casino and the casino says, hey, do you want a cut of our profits? Sure. Why not? Sure. Makes right. sense. Yeah. Well, it is. They, they're probably raking in money. Who? DraftKings. Oh, yeah. They're making money hand over fist. Do they own FanDuel too? I believe I be, I'm not 100% sure don't quote me on this but I believe, I believe they do they too. Do. I'm pretty sure they do. And then yeah. you have what? Pen? What's Pen? Pen Gaming? I don't know what that is. I'm pretty sure that's this What's that guy? David Portnoy? Yeah, oh, from Barstool? Barstool? Yeah. Pen Gaming, I think he has certain like stock in there. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Fuck KD, right? I disagree. But there was something interesting I saw. Well, we all saw that Kevin Durant is ranked the number one player on uh, the Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. Top year. NBA players. Top NBA player. 2021. Correct. Yeah. It, number one. Number one. Ahead of Giannis. Ahead of LeBron. Ahead of LeBron. Ahead Steph of Curry. Nikola Jokic. It was Steph Curry. Nikola Jokic was sixth. Doncic, I think it was ahead of him. Was Doncic ahead of him? Fifth? I believe it might have been Doncic. Yeah. I don't know. So I think that would, I'll um, get Jamie on that. <laughs> Jamie, to the board. We don't have a Jamie yet, so no answer. Crickets. So, all right, regardless of who's behind him on the list, how do you feel about that? It doesn't make any sense to me, Craig, Why? how people can uh, just overlook one of the most important aspects of starting a franchise of building a team, of being a unit, of being a good player in a team sport. He's not playing tennis. Mm -hmm. He's not playing golf. Mm -hmm. He's playing on a team. Right. Has his attitude in any of the teams he's been on been conducive to him building a relationship with the people around him, growing with them through adversity, and being able to rely on those people in tough times? Has he done that with any team? No, he has not. Do you think he falls short in situations where he needs to rely on other people or where people need to rely on him and it doesn't work out because he hasn't gained that trust that Giannis has with Middleton? I see your point. I can see your point. I also don't entirely agree because I think Durant, if he wants to be, could be one of the best passers in the league in in a basketball sense. He could be one of the it's best passers in the league. In, the assist. In, it's the assist. It's the mentality of building a unit. Right. I get. I get your point. I get your point. It's not easy to. It is easy to say we'll bring Kyrie Irving and James Harden in, and we'll like make a team and we'll win. Yeah, it is easy to do course. that. It's hard to build a relationship with the other nine guys that you're there for them, back and forth. Yeah. They're there for you. And then in crunch time, in games, whatever it is, they're coming up clutch because they have that dedication to the game. I agree with you. I think Giannis is a good example of that. And LeBron. And LeBron. LeBron builds example. those relationships, LeBron man. LeBron builds those relationships. He, he definitely he, does. He's he a does. different person than, than KD. And LeBron builds those relationships. It's also easier for LeBron to build those relationships because LeBron's the best passer of all time and LeBron makes everybody around him right. better. Yeah. That and he's obviously better than KD now even and should be higher than KD. I don't know. if At this very moment in yeah, time, at be. this moment in time, I don't know if LeBron's better than KD. Obviously, overall, 
if you were to start overall, a, LeBron is better than KD. You, if you were to start a franchise, you take KD obviously because he's younger. Yeah. Yeah. If I was to start a franchise right now, if they were the same age, if I was to start a franchise right now, yeah, I think I would take Luka Doncic over any of them. Over Giannis too. I like Giannis. I think I would take Doncic over all of them. I love Doncic. Okay. I think Doncic is the future of the NBA. No, Giannis is the future, bro. Yeah. They both are. I mean, yeah. Luka's going to retire before Giannis. Based on what? Me telling you this. Just because you're Greek, it doesn't mean that. <laughs> it has <doesn't> <laughs> nothing to do with my appreciation for someone that works hard. Giannis obviously works hard, but yeah. so does Doncic, but he's a little bit more built differently. He's already, his shoulder, right, was like hurting last, yeah, last I've seen, season. I, I've seen Giannis' shoulder taped up too. You think so? I've seen it. Damn. Yeah. These guys play hard. I don't think I'd make the NBA. Still a chance to make the NFL, though. Yeah. Still a chance with all the injuries and everything going yeah, on. I think you. I think if you started right now, and the you'd have a chance to put up close to as good a stats as Tom Brady has. Uh, not stats. Maybe like Super, Super Bowl. Bowls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that Super makes Bowls sense. Super Bowls and Super Bowl stats and MVPs. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I've never played quarterback in my life, though. Mm. A lot of middle linebacker. All right. But really? whatever. Really? Pretty small for middle linebacker. Yeah, yeah. You, you're pretty small. I me. never played middle linebacker. <laughs> More of a European handball player myself. Well, we what was it? I I do remember one European handball player, pretty good, uh, Nacho Tigre. That is not a real name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Nacho Tigre. He did polo at too. Polo. Yeah. Water polo or like polo like Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren polo. Okay. Yeah. Nacho Tigre. Okay. I'll look that, I'll look look that up later. Okay. Jamie? There's going to be good times when you look that up. Trust me. Alright. So what do we have next on the list? Ben Simmons. Let's talk about... Oh my God. Let's talk about how much money Ben Simmons makes and how poorly he's played, how nobody wants him, how he wants to leave the 76ers, how the 76ers want to get rid of him, but nobody wants him. This is the 76ers problem. It is. Ben but Simmons I... can just do whatever that he wants. The, like, fu- the, he, he, the funny thing is, NBA contracts are so ridiculous. Every single NBA player that has any decent value is making NFL quarterback money. That's the problem. How many years has he been on the 76ers? Ben Simmons? Yeah, I think it's four. I'm going to say four. Yeah, four or five. So, after being with someone for about like four or five years, yeah. do you think in the fourth year you could have decided that this guy really wasn't for you? I don't know if... They were committed? They, I don't know... They're definitely committed financially. <laughs> Obviously, they're committed financially. I don't know if they saw. They could have gotten a trade before it got out of hand. Yeah. I think they made but the wrong choice. I don't. I think they were still. They were committed financially, and I think everybody says they saw the signs that he wasn't working hard. That you know he wasn't putting in the work that everybody else was putting in. But that also could just be a jaded team at this point. Maybe it's not entirely true. Maybe it's true now, but maybe it wasn't true the whole first three years and they're just jaded now and they're saying... I don't know. It, he doesn't fit with Embiid to begin with. So when, like, your best player doesn't fit with your second best player, quote-unquote... Why don't they fit together? Embiid plays that high post. I mean, ben Simmons plays... He has to get into that high post. Forward. Yeah, Ben Simmons has to get to that same area to score. If yeah. you're thinking about where they scored yeah, from... Yeah, but here's the problem. Ben, Sim- both- ben Simmons is doing too much. Ben Simmons maybe shouldn't be trying to score as much. Ben Simmons is a great defender, right? He's a good passer. You're basically telling me he's a glorified Patrick Beverly. 
No, Patrick Beverly's better than Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So then what do we do? That's the problem. You can't get rid of him. I'll because tell you. No, you. Here's the problem. Ship like, him. Ship him where? Shanghai. <laughs> and they're going to take that $30 million a year contract or whatever he makes. Marbury would take it on. <laughs> I think... I think the problem is... NBA, the NBA needs to reevaluate how they're paying players. I think that's number one. They're paying players way... I think because of how global the sport is. Like yeah. That's why they pay him that amount of money. And it's kind of worth it because your team can gain brand notoriety right. and you're selling like jerseys or whatever. But like, guys coming out of college, their first year are making unbelievable amounts of money. You like at least you have to maybe prove yourself a little bit before you Who pay. do you but baseball players get paid more than everyone. Yeah, but nobody cares about that. I care <laughs> that they get paid more. Why? For the same reason that you think the to... NBA contracts are ridiculous, I think the they... baseball contracts are even more ridiculous than the NBA contracts. The low, the league minimum in baseball though is like five hundred. So the guys that are making a lot of money in baseball are making a lot of money. There's yeah. also a lot of players in baseball that are making like five hundred. What's the league minimum now in the NBA? Do we know? I don't know what the league minimum is, but I know the it's veterans over minimum. Two million? The veterans minimum is five million. I'm pretty sure the league minimum is over two million now. Yeah, if which is which is a lot more than baseball. Run it, Jamie. <laughs> okay, thank you, Jamie. So the veterans minimum is five million. I know that. Um, it's a lot of money. Even somebody that might be like on the bench, maybe you know the ninth, tenth man in your rotation, could be making five million a year. It's a lot. When you trade away a team, when when KD and Kyrie asked for Harden to come, and they traded away their team, basically all that depth that they had. Mm-hmm. Do the practice squad players get elevated to like roster players? I don't think. No, right? No. No, it's they bring in new talent. Yeah. I wonder what happened there. I think they lost out a lot on a lot of opportunity by trading away all those players to get Harden. I think Durant could have really, like, the problem is that the players in the NBA have too much control, and that's sick to say. That's sick to say. Is that your new catchphrase? <laughs> that's sick to say. Oh. <laughs> Didn't even realize. <laughs> it's sick to say. For sure, when you, like LeBron pulling all the strings and as in L.A. and then yeah. Kyrie and 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 Durant, that's been going on forcing for, their. Hand it's been over. going on since Magic Johnson. You know that's been going on forever. I know it's been NBA, going on. NBA players have always had way more control than football players. Yeah, for sure. What do we do about that? Nothing. There's nothing you could do because the problem that this is the problem that baseball has. Their star players are not global stars. Whereas in the NBA, LeBron James is bigger than the game. As much as people don't want to say anybody's bigger than the game, LeBron is. LeBron has LeBron has and should have control of that team because he is the person bringing in the revenue. I kind of tuned out that whole part. Why? Because I'm not willing to admit that he's bigger than the game. He is. Nah. I, tell, me why he's, tell me how he's not. I told you I tuned it out. I know, but all right, tell me, tell me how he's not bigger than the game. <sighs> because I didn't start playing basketball because of LeBron. Kobe was, okay, Kobe Bryant is also bigger than the game, was also bigger than the game. Michael Jordan's bigger than the game. Okay, I get what you're saying. There's they, people who, yeah, they, who drive. They went people, outside. Yeah, there's people who move the needle. Yeah. It's, you know, you could go to, you could go to China like you said, or any country. You could yeah. go to some 
you could go to a country that Any has country. no yeah, money yeah, yeah. and you would see people wearing LeBron jerseys yeah. and Kobe jerseys and, you know, people that don't have internet. And Shaq jerseys. And Shaq jerseys. For sure. Michael Jordan jerseys. Michael obviously. Jordan jerseys, yeah. Even Kevin Durant. There's probably some Kevin Durant jerseys out there. <laughs> no. No, there aren't. There's zero Kevin Durant jerseys out there. No one likes that guy. You know, absolutely I've, not. You know, I've no always way. wanted a uh, Kevin Durant Seattle SuperSonics jersey. I think I might buy one and wear it the next time that I see it. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. That would be great. I hope you do. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind if he stayed on the Thunder. I would have liked him a lot. I loved that team. What's my that, te- that team should have won a championship. There's no reason that team shouldn't have won a championship. There's a reason. Because Kevin Durant is a team player. <laughs> Russell Westbrook isn't a team player. It's not James Harden isn't a team no, player. No, they they deserve to lose that year probably. And if they had come back the next year as a unit, who knows? Think about that team though. All those guys, right? Serge Ibaka. Plus Serge Ibaka, Stephen Adams. Yeah. Stephen Adams is a great player. I know. That's and all of them under player. the age of what twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. yeah. So all like prime athletes. Yeah. It's not like any of them were old or. I could be wrong, but Reggie Jackson might have been on. The he team. was on that team. Yeah. Yes, he was for sure. And then there was Thabo Cephalosha. Yeah, Cephalosha. He's a really yeah, good defensive player, right? Really good rebounder, good. good defensive player. Yeah. And Nick Collins. Yeah. that's a, Nick Collins was on the Thunder his whole career. Right? Pretty sure he got an award yeah. on the Thunder for like uh, yeah, doing he, something. He, he was on the Thunder for like 15 years. A great need. He's a really important person. Yeah, that, that's a great team. I can't believe that team didn't win a championship. Well, they went up against the team that Durant joined. Yeah, which is silly. But that's, I, I'm, that's not, all I'm, it not, is? I'm not... I'm not... Can we come up... Come up with some other words too, other than just silly. I like silly. Yeah, it's more than just silly. What is it? It's a real bummy move, man. Bummy. Yeah. It, I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna agree that it's not the best thing to do, but you're talking about athletes. Athletes are their own brand now, right? We could agree on that. Did you? Big athletes are their. Can we agree that big yeah. athletes are their own brand? Yeah. So they're not entirely looking out. For their team at this point. They're looking out for themselves. They're looking out to make money. Not just Kevin Durant. I'm talking about all athletes. They're their own brand and they need to... Which is how you end up with Le'Veon Bell situations, right? Le'Veon Bell kind of did it right. What do you mean? He's held out, looked out for himself, his own money. He's been collecting contracts since then. Hasn't really need to run the football the right way. Just really just go to work and get paid. And so that's a player looking Is he really building a brand or is he just collecting paychecks? doesn't matter what does it do to the quality of his game and the quality of the game in general if players are just looking out for themselves i guess nothing really i guess it does it doesn't really affect it, it would make the game worse don't you think well levian bell is technically not playing right now so it doesn't do anything to the game. well Le- it's not levian bell in particular but i don't know if you got did you watch the draymond green kevin durant like sit down that they did i saw so i didn't see it but i know about it yeah i didn't actually see it but i know about it, it. to me it didn't seem really authentic at all oh well, not... those guys those guys definitely had some beef with each other right and then they acted like they didn't when they talked to each other that's what happened right that's what that's, you saw that's, what, that's what i was watching that's, that's what i know and uh, it's like it was just produced like, right they were acting buddy buddy because it was a one it was whose podcast draymond green's podcast draymond green's yeah it was draymond green's podcast so he wanted to have a guest they wanted to talk you know reminisce about old times but there was documented beef between them when yeah. they, like it was it was known that they had beef it wasn't I don't want to be like stirring up old stuff that really doesn't make any sense. That like, okay. Well, stir, stir it up then. Who takes the blame there? Who takes the blame where? In that situation. In that situation. 
It seems like nobody's taking the blame. I think the blame should be taken by the guy that's coming into the team that like won the championship already. Like, who are you to step? Oh, in? because he because he messed up the dynamic of the team. Like, he, yeah, he walked into yeah. that team that had a solid. I, we here's our house. We're yeah. built okay. it. You okay. walk into that house and you want to be the dude that like you should come apologize. Yeah. You, you should be the one talking well, to me. Well, nobody was apologizing, though, because they, they well, just acted like it didn't course. happen. Look, I'm never going to get what I want from, to make me happy from Kevin Durant. No. I know it's not coming. What would make you happy from Kevin Durant? Him going to the Sacramento Kings and winning a championship? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> How great would that be? That would be, that would be phenomenal. But Wouldn't you love him? If Kevin Durant just went to the Kings. It, right, like just abandoned <laughs> yeah. both of them. Put on like a what? red bandana. Like. <laughs> Went to the Kings for like a million dollars a year. Just just gave up all his money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lived out of like a trailer outside of. The... <laughs> Craig, you hit it again. Nail on the head. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're, we're Dur- on the same level here. Durant's gonna be a king next year. Thanks to Durant's like gonna be a manifestation. Yeah, you heard it, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Kevin Durant's gonna be a Sacramento king. And then we can all fall in love with him again. Yeah. Because he wouldn't. That would. That would Golden State, Sacramento, the other part of the like the bad boy California team yeah, that yeah, no one yeah. cares about. Right. Likes, period. Last Great King. Right. Do you remember the Last Great King? The Last Great King was uh, Vladi Diva. That is one yeah. of my favorite players, yeah. He would say Rudy Gay, kind of, but I don't think so. Yeah, his career kind of fizzled out, though. Yeah, right? yeah. Vladi Divac's way better. There was yeah. Doug Christie, Mike Bibby. Yeah. That was some good teams back then. They had some tough teams. Those were some good teams. How do we? I love Vladi Divac. I'm, yeah, I'm happy we're ending up somewhere over here with Vladi. Yeah, he he did real good with the hook we, shot. We we didn't know where this where this episode was gonna go, but oh. it went to Vladi. <laughs> he he owned teams. Did he? He owned the Kings for a while, and then I'm pretty sure he might own part of Charlotte at this point. Yeah, where do you get He's all that money? Pretty heavily from? invested. Where do you get all that money from? Our NBA contracts is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> no. What back then he wasn't getting he was probably getting that's, that's what I'm saying so where did he get all that Timothy money from Timothy Mozgov probably got paid more than Vladi Divac Timothy did. Mozgov deserved it Timothy Mozgov on the Knicks absolutely phenomenal love well him. yeah for a small stretch <laughs> for, for about for about ten games a small stretch Timothy Mozgov and the Lakers up, paid him like twelve million yeah he got a lot of and and he wasn't that good right well, I mean well he's Timothy Mozgov it's Timothy Mozgov <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he wasn't that good correct. Knicks are coming up soon. What are we, like a month away? We're like pretty much a month away, yeah. Wait. So we're going to have a lot of basketball talk gonna, for a while. We're going to have a lot of basketball talk. Get, your, get yourselves ready, guys. We have uh, another podcast coming out soon with Sachin. Yep. We'll be catching up with him. Yeah, we're going to be we're gonna be going over the um, the, the NFL game. We're going to be going over all the Sunday NFL games. We're going to do a little recap of the Sunday NFL games this week. Hitting, week three. Hitting football harder. Hitting football harder. Yeah. Getting, I believe, basketball... Uh, Basketball training camps open this upcoming week, so there's that. To there's also something very important going. If you're gonna tell me about baseball, yes, you're gonna baseball tell me about plays. about the Yankees oh, wild card. I was. We need touching here for that because um, I'm not gonna talk about it. Okay, that's fine. Because I I can't. I'm getting into it. I watched the game. Who's your favorite baseball player? All time? No, right now. Right now. Well, I guess that would also be all time for you. <laughs> No, Randy Johnson is my favorite player of all time. Why? I saw him kill a bird. Oh, I knew you were going to bring that up. That's Every time somebody says Randy Johnson, that's... Yeah, yeah. That is the thing. What's his nickname? Uh, Slick? No. The big unit. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. So, clearly, I don't remember that. I do remember that he played on the Expos. That's when I've watched. Is it? 
the first ever baseball highlight. Was Randy Johnson the Expos? I remember him. I, in the, in the Mar- remember the Mariners was a big team that he was on. That was a good Mariners team with Ken Griffey Jr. and Alex Rodriguez. And my favorite player. Jay Buhner, Edgar Martinez. My favorite player now, because I like to say his name. Yeah. It's probably that guy, Didi the Glorious. Didi Gregorius. You got me tongue twisted here. Didi Gregorius. Didi Gregorius. No, Gregorius. Didi Gregorius. Tell me his name, Craig. Didi Gregorius. Didi Gregorius. Yes. You see? Favorite player ever. Every time I laugh. It's great times. Yeah, I had a good time watching baseball the other day. Is it saying people's names? Hmm? No. So are you a Mets fan or a Yankees fan? I paused it, and that was about it. I sent you guys the picture. Of yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. screen. Yeah, that. And then I stopped watching. Yeah, my re- <laughs> my my reply to that, if you saw it, was, "Did you put it on the wrong channel looking for the football game?" <laughs> uh, so are you a man. Yankees or Mets fan? If I had to pick. Well, I'm asking you to pick. Yeah. You do have to pick so have, right now. This is my allegiance here? Yeah. You can pick any team. It doesn't, have to, be the it doesn't have to be the Yankees or the Mets. It could be any team. Well, I, I want to do a little bit more research and look into it, Craig. Maybe I can have an answer for you on Monday. I'm excited. Yeah? Yeah. Let me pick an, an allegiance. That, that, that's a teaser for you. Yeah. That's a teaser for let you me, guys. Let me see. Who am I going to choose to follow in the MLB and care about? I will. You could be you could be a Toronto Blue Jays fan. You could be a St. Louis Cardinals fan. I do want a small market team. That Kansas City Royals, like Kansas City Royals, yeah. That run that they had, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, they won the World Series. I paid attention to that on the radio a little bit. <laughs> Baseball on the radio, just it's like good. old times. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, you should listen to the Yankees on the radio. John Sterling. I like John the, Sterling and Susan Waldman. Closing my yeah. eyes, just imagining all this great stuff that are going on at the baseball field. When I was a kid. When I was like a young kid, I used to have to go to bed early, and I wanted to listen to Monday Night Football game, so I used to like sneak a radio into my room and listen to the Monday Night Football game on the radio in my room. Are you like 50? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was like five. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> there was no internet or anything. I just... I know, I know. It was good stuff, man. Don't worry about it. I'm teasing you. We're the same age. I'm very upset. I know. Oh. I'm a little bit upset. I'm a little bit hurt. Well, what are we going to do, Craig? I say we, let's go get some more Chinese food. Let's go get some more Chinese food. Sachin, wish you were here eating this Chinese food with us. Uh, guys, that's the end of the show. Let's see what we could do next week. Soon. Very soon. What is it, a couple of days? A couple of days. We're going to be breaking down the NFL. Board. Breaking down the NFL like old times. Let's see what happens. Bye, guys. Okay.